0: So uh this show we got a new gimmick going on here. Um this is called the reboot train. And the reason why I decided to come up with this gimmick is in the today's world of cinema, there are countless fucking reboots. And I think anytime we like visit one of these movies, it's undeniable that we're gonna always reflect back to the movie that came before that, right? Like this discussion, we're for sure gonna talk to about the original Mortal Kombat. There's no way around it, you know? And so I think at the end of this, instead of rating this, what we'll each decide is if we're on board with this reboot or if this thing's off fucking tracks. So we'll start with uh, the first one. It came out in, what, 92? When did it come out, Lewis?
1: Uh, sure, we'll call it that. A long time ago, with more head on my hair and less on my ass.
0: Yeah, in a galaxy far, far away. And the first one starts out with the classic Mortal Kombat theme right off the bat, which is fantastic.
2: It's absolutely horrible. Every time I that song would come out, like, I would just cringe, dude. I can't believe I used to like that as a kid. This song is amazing. What are you talking about? It's 95, by the way. Okay, you're in
0: the fucking minority here.
2: That dude, song
1: I, is
0: fantastic.
2: I remember I used to love that song as a little kid, and then watch, rewatching that movie a week ago, I, it would just make me cringe, dude. <laughs> I'm just I'm
0: in like, utter shock right now. I can't believe the blasphemy of yeah, songs
1: is. for shitty movies go like it's like probably up there with like some of the best. It immediately recognizable anytime you hear a little bit of it. Just a little Mortal Kombat! Yeah. It's like ready to go. You're good. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, I, I think
0: this movie's PG 13. They obviously had like that teenage audience, which we were at that time, um in mind. And I think this one now, it's kind of got the same audience in mind, but we're all in our late thirties at this point in our lives. So like
2: they it was they cool made R.
0: <laughs> yeah. They decided to ramp that up to rated R.
1: And, yeah. and I mean it was core. a movie that was always destined to be rated R for sure. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And the first one, um, you know it follows the plight of lu kang his brother gets killed by shang Tsung. shang Tsung takes his soul and it goes through the tournament even though i mean it's not it's not like such a structured tournament you really don't know who's advancing and who's not there's just
2: kind of random yeah, fights on. Going going a little on. bit um well, i mean even in the, the original shit the bed there for sure all three of them actually i mean yeah. you get the sense to do that you know i think it's a common element in both the original and the reboot that shang sung's trying to cheat so like you said it's not really structured and i think because of the cheating going on and it not being a very great movie structure wise you kind of get confused here and there he is trying to cheat but
0: i feel like in the first one there's a lot more subtlety to it and in the second one it's just outright like i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want and why establish these rules at all Or a tournament? There is no tournament in the second one. Let's get that right off the bat.
2: In and the reboot.
0: Yeah, and the reboot. So th- th- the that one, one, yeah, I'm sorry. The second one is Annihilation, which that's a whole other animal. The reboot, there's no tournament. This is pretty much like the prequel to the tournament itself, but Shang Sung, I don't know if he's you see, that's a that's a problem I have with with the reboot. It makes no fucking sense because Shang Tsung is saying the whole time we've won nine tournaments. If we win the tenth, we take over Earth. But let's kill all these guys before there is a tournament. So I don't I don't exactly know what his endgame is here in all this.
2: Yeah, I mean that's the exact same again, like kind of plot thought behind Shang Tsung in the first one though. Um, and that's actually one of the things that I was surprised about, because I, I did not remember the original Mortal Kombat at all. I hadn't seen it since probably 95 or 96. Um, and I was actually surprised that, you know, the, the main story arc, they're actually almost identical. Um, you know, the way the story unfolds is different, but the main plots of the film were actually, you know, pretty closely, you know, matched
0: they were but there's a there's a big difference um yeah the way
2: everything unfolds yes
0: so in the 95 version Liu kang is the main character like we discussed in this reboot version you've got a guy named cole young who's the shittiest mma fighter on the face of the earth he's a washed up bum he loses every fight he's ever been in and they make sure to hammer you over the head with the fact that he's a fucking loser and this is our hero <laughs> so like why do we want to root for this guy why do we want to get behind this guy like because he's the just, underdog.
1: oh jesus man um, like you said he's like he's the audience who doesn't know anything and barely knows how to fight yeah exactly
0: dude um and i, I just felt like this reboot version if, if there's two. There's two audiences to this, right? Like, there's there's the regular film fan going in and watching both films. Then there's fans of the game, like the three of us are, correct? Yes, yeah. we're all we're all Mortal Kombat fans of the game, right? Okay, so we're gonna like the things, oh, like Elliot. The, fa- yeah. the fatalities, um, you know, some of the the catchphrases and and things like that, um, but. What, what the first film doesn't deliver in those aspects, it delivers in the fun factor. And I feel like this reboot doesn't have the fun that the first one has. Th- th- am I making sense, or, or do you guys not see it that way?
2: I mean, I, I get it. I mean, the first one, you know, you have Johnny Cage, who's the cheese ball, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, he just, just kind of carries that, that humor, you know? That, like, early 90s humor. And that carries the movie along, you know? so like. It's it's still like that action movie, but it's still fun, you know. Kind of like right. what Marvel tries to go for, you know. Versus DC, where it's just dark. The reboot is a lot darker, and there's just yeah. you know, kind of a more bleak version of it. I mean,
1: you get Kano dropping mad lulls. Let, let's talk about Kano since you brought up Kano. He absolutely so Kano carries. Is, he's entertaining enough in the original movie, like entertaining right. enough. Kind of fulfills his role as right. a guy that Sony is supposed to kill. And then right. but in this movie, he's fabulous.
0: He's so good. Like, when he died, it was the worst part in the entire movie. Because I think you're the one that sent that meme where he said his back was hurting from carrying this entire <laughs> movie on
1: his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: Kato... Injured his back carrying the whole movie. Fantastic in this, dude. So many great one-liners. Um Charisma just out the ass when everybody else just seemed bland and not interesting at all. Um, I, I yeah, thought he I, was fantastic. I like Kung
1: Lao's character better than Liu Kang. The actor who played Liu Kang was so flat. I liked Kung Lao a lot better. And then, you know, he's not around anymore. Spoiler alert.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you um, the difference in the Shang Sung's, too. The Shang Sung from 95, played by Kerry Daga- Tagawa, he was. A thousand Fabulous. times better than this
1: Shang Tsung. Very, very good. Bob, He was so good, they brought him back to model and voice act the entire new game. Mm-hmm. I can't Robert I mean, he disagrees, he, I, f- he, I have yes. a feeling. Original Shang Tsung, get the fuck out of here.
2: Dude, it has begun. But both movies oh, are just so rough. Like, you guys are actually, I could tell like, Parts of you enjoyed them. <laughs> oh, I I'm still like... really like the reboot. It's a piece of <laughs> shit. Don't get it twisted, but I still really liked
1: it. I mean, the more I think about it, the more I talk about it, the more there's wrong with it. So, but early on, I was just like, man, like a fat kid, just drunk watching it. Like, that's cool. He chopped her in half, right on. <laughs> you
2: know, again, I mean, both of these movies, like for me, the, especially the second one. I, I think the first one it is what it is. You know, you just you know, eat your popcorn, sit back, relax, and you cringe your teeth a little bit. But you know, it's it's entertaining enough. The second one I think I thought was a little bit more, just not as good overall. And some of the acting in that second one is just absolutely horrendous. So like sometimes oh, when people, I mean, it, who was it? It wasn't. Cole Young, who was the other one that was rough? Was this Sonia? in that second one? Terrible, yeah. Terrible. I mean, He's again, people He's are so bad so in the second one, but some of those performances get lost because other people are just so bad. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's just a lot of things that made zero sense in it, but I don't know. It was one of those things like, we're getting very little good movies at all right now made during pandemic. So the fact that they, I know they shot most of it pre-pandemic, but edited and then did reshoots during pandemic. I'm just happy we got anything at all. Yeah. Um. And it, yeah. I got it for free too. That also helps. Sure. I mean, HBO Max. Boom. you have to pay for it. I'll take it. Yeah. That's how you I know.
0: I, it. I, I I watched um that movie Nobody. We we actually did a one of the pods on, which was fantastic. Um, Kong versus Godzilla. It is what it, it is. What it is. Uh, you know. You I mean, know what you're gonna you get. get.
1: All of all the human stuff out of it, and you just have CGI monsters fight yeah. themselves. Literally every big CGI monster movie they make tends to be the same thing. We just took everything else out of the movie. It'd be a great movie.
2: See, to that's actually- like Pacific
1: Rim's movies and everything, and
2: those two sequels. We take, just the fights are great. Everything else is shit. See, I know we're totally going on a, on a tangent now, but I mean, like, to that point, like I agree with you, like 100% about these monster movies, but that's the reason why I like the first Godzilla because I love the human element about it. And plus, you get probably not as much monster fights in that first one, but man, like the what you do get is awesome. And plus, that human element just kind of takes that movie up to like a whole nother level. But yeah, everything else after that, you're absolutely right. You take out all the people, it's just monsters being the shit of each other, and you have some great movies.
1: Yeah, Mortal Kombat, you take out all the bad acting, you have fun fights, and beheadings, yeah. and rips in half, and a fantastic fight between Scorpion and Sub-Zero.
0: I mean, if we're counting the Snyder Cut, um, this is the worst movie I've seen this year. <laughs> I'll tell you that, dude. I mean, Wonder Woman 84 was last year, so that doesn't make the cut.
1: I was about to say, if, if we're counting that
2: one, I want my ass for that movie.
1: Yeah,
0: that yeah. movie was terrible, but. Um,
2: I, I would say, even even if 84 was, you know, on this list of what we're rated against, I would say, man, this this is worse, but not by a whole lot. <laughs> no, not at all. It was still fun, Robert. and there was there was little
1: joy in Wonder Woman '84. There was zero moments that I'm like, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, nah, nah, Mortal Kombat was not that bad. You still got to see big, stupid Goro gutted. Like, there's so much goofy, dumb fun. How could Luke King turn into a fire dragon and eat Cabal? I mean, come on, well, baby.
0: Here, here's the thing. The, the first seven minutes of the reboot is fantastic. It's Scorpion. really, really
1: good. I mean, the guy who plays Scorpion can act his dick off. They needed him he's more scared. in this movie to save this film.
0: And Sub-Zero was one of the dudes from The Raid, which that guy, yeah, he's, he's not, also... He's just
1: not good at, like, American-style acting, you can tell.
0: Well, he's also in this show called Warrior on HBO Max. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but he's really good in that too, dude, to be honest. But he didn't, I mean, most of the time in this movie, he's acting behind a mask, but let's keep it real. Yeah,
1: well, and then he has very goofy kind of one-liners um, that don't make any sense. He had none of his backstory. That's but he had some writing. great, fun, super fun moments at, at Sub-Zero when he's like making the rain ice. That's dope as shit. That. Well and then
2: when he originally rips uh, fucking dude's arms off? I mean, come on. Baby. I mean that the was biggest, just, honestly one of my biggest letdowns about this film was those first seven minutes. After those first seven minutes, you're kind of like, oh my god, here we go. You know, like mm-hmm. this would be an epic movie. Yeah, and it's pretty after, downhill after that. It's just done, dude. Just done after that.
0: Yeah. Um they they tease you with that, right? And they they the the marketing for this makes you think that the the, the basis of this film is gonna be Scorpion and Sub Zero. And you do the not get is barely that. Barely in this movie at all, until the very end. Um, the biggest problem with the movie, though, is is the script and and the screenwriting. Um, it's terrible. You know, they give Cole Young this guy who apparently I've heard he's a good actor. Nothing to work with, dude. I mean, he has just
1: the he's most. Very bland. good. I, I like. Yeah, I mean, his acting, he's not the best actor, but he he works in a good enough acting, but a good martial artist too. He was in Badlands, he was in uh, Iron Fist. He actually uh, uh, auditioned for Iron Fist. I wish they took him over, a blonde hair bitch. Um, And uh, I mean, he's been in some other stuff too. I like the guy who played Cole Young. He's been in some good stuff, I like like his style. But uh, yeah, I mean, the whole character is just bad. I mean, you have nothing to work with. His character doesn't exist in the games at all. His superpower is he can take a punch. I mean, it, it the whole, like, you discover superpowers, but sometimes they're just mechanical things. That was really stupid, like a really bad thing they just oh. invented that went nowhere. That was just so dumb. Um, yeah,
0: Sub-Zero I mean, I would so- buy it if
1: it's like, oh, Kung Lao can throw his hat now, and Liu Kang learned Fireball, and you're like, all right, I'll buy all that. But, like, the, the laser thing, I discovered that because it's a magic power, and then my magic power is growing better metal arms. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, I don't know.
0: Sub-Zero's <laughs> entrance in this film I thought was fantastic. Uh, you just kind of start to see the snow falling down. And it's almost like a horror movie. I, I think for yeah. me where this Very tense, starts... Very tense
1: the first few minutes.
0: Where it starts to shit the bed, though, is pretty much after Sub-Zero rips off... Jax's arms and leaves him for dead. I think after that is where, I mean, yes, we get Kano and we get Kano's
1: moments like sprinkled in, but you have the shitty. Yeah, the with scene with the, the them fighting reptile, that was kind of fun. Yes, but then you
0: think to the reptile fight in the OG film. I yeah, enjoyed I know, that but one like you, far oh, more. Yeah,
1: you want to talk about how about the three <laughs> reptiles versus short hair raiding in Annihilation? What a shit show that fucking was. Ray Park tried to save that scene. That didn't happen.
0: <laughs> Look, the first one um had like I said, that fantastic fight with Liu Kang and Reptile. Also, thought,
1: remember how fucking weird the first one was. It was a weird CGI, and the CGI does not hold up at all. Horrible for yeah. weird reptile. And then he takes him and then he throws him in a statue, and the statue eats him, and then it comes out a green ninja. And we're all like, huh?
0: Yes.
2: See, but again, when we're, like, what, like, fucking, like, 10 years old in 95? Yeah, I mean, no, I was cheering. cheering. Oh I was God, like, yeah, obviously, obviously, that's how Reptile
1: was made, yeah.
0: I'm cheering that fight right now as a 38-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit, dude. But the, the thing is, um, so they have the, like, I know as this franchise has gone on, like, Reptile is not the ninja anymore, right? He's, he's an actual Reptile now, right? In, in today's
1: yeah. current- even like the current game, yeah.
0: Yeah, so the fight was okay. And then we got a fatality with Kano ripping the heart out. And then- Pulls the just, heart out, that's great. It really slows down from there when they go to Raiden's temple. And they all have to like train there to try to find their powers and shit like that and we find Jax yeah, who's now got and little then- baby arms. Which looks so weird.
1: Yeah, the baby metal arms, it just flaps yeah. around. <laughs>
0: yeah, dude, um, it, I don't know. Like that's, to me, that's where the movie really dies. Is, is well, Raiden is shitting
1: this. Raiden makes no sense this whole movie. He's like, hey guys, here's the thing, I can't help you. But Shang Tsung's cheating. And actually, I could just move people around to wherever I want. But not until stuff, people we enjoy die. And then I'll tell you, I can help more. Yeah. What? You talking Mom? About the first one or the second one? <laughs> no, so Christopher Lambert does throw a little pachow chow and tells Shang Tsung to stop cheating. Uh, and Shang Tsung respects him um, in the first one. In the reboot, it's like Raiden really doesn't do dick. He throws up a shield and then like, sword is there for like him. I don't know, it's fucking so bad. And like, uh, oh, by the way, I can move anybody anywhere you want. And then they sort of make a weird tournament because Raiden can move bad guys and good guys wherever he wants away from the other right. bad guys and good guys. It's very strange. But the Raiden was pretty pathetic in this movie. And Christopher Lambert held it down in, in in the original for sure. I mean, whitewashing for sure. People are not stoked about that. But uh, but hey, you know, very Asian cast this time around. Good for them. Um, but uh, yeah, Raiden uh, needs a little moss out of that.
0: Well, the thing—the thing about the set, uh, the reboot—is they they don't shy away from the powers in this, especially the last fifteen twenty minutes, which I mean, those fights at the end where they kind of have a little mini tournament goes by so quick. But you've got Cabal with the the fast speed. What do you think of Cabal, by the way, and his New York uh, cool. Brooklyn? I
1: mean, yeah, it's fine. I'll take it. Uh, whatever. I mean, he was not. He's a good character, I like playing him in the game, but uh, yeah, I mean, I knew when I saw him, I'm like, oh, they're gonna kill him off quick. But uh, it was fine, I'll take it. I'll take him over the treatment of some of the other characters. Yeah,
2: I think for him too, though, we're a little bit more, not we're not so quick to rush judgment because we have no one to compare him to, you know? Yeah, because so.
1: Gabal this is, is the not time. in yeah. the other movie. They actually referenced him in, I think, Annihilation as being killed.
0: What about Matter doing with the sledgehammer?
1: Annihilation takes two of the main heroes and says, we've already killed two of Earth's heroes, Cabal and Striker." We're like, oh, I like both those guys. They're like, yeah, they're already dead in this movie. Okay, <laughs> thanks for, you didn't have to mention them, but thanks for that, I guess. I recall,
2: <laughs> if I recall correctly, don't they kill Johnny Cage in like the first minute of that movie? Because the yes. actor
1: from the first one wouldn't come back for the second one. So they said, fuck that, we'll write you out in the first three minutes.
2: Well, he was smart what? to do so.
1: Him, Christopher Lambert, wouldn't come back either. Yeah. Yeah. None of them the wanted to come back.
2: Wanted to turn into the what's his face, right? The guy, the dad from Dexter. Yeah. yeah he Raiden. Raiden. Yeah. Real
1: bad oh Raiden. God. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like I remember like bits and pieces. that like came back after you sent me that clip. But and, and then yeah, I so was bad. just like no. I mean, no. They, the only original cast that had like his face showing with lines with two Kang.
1: He was the only one who came back for Annihilation. Uh, I think everybody else was either killed off or replaced by other actors.
0: We're going to have to revisit Annihilation down the road, dude.
1: It has to happen. (laughs) Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. So they just (laughs) try to to take, like, game tropes. I mean, we talk about it right now. They try (laughs) to take game tropes, and they just fist it into the movie. Like, for whatever reason, uh, you got, like, Nightwolf there, uh, and he's just, like, all of a sudden, he's just like, oh, that was my animality. And everyone's like, what the fuck? It wasn't an interesting <laughs> thing at all. Like, oh, yeah, you want to you get hard later against Shao Kahn. You need an animality. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, Grating <laughs> uh, oh. by ghost human, cuts his hair off, and then, like, cries himself to sleep at the end. Oh, my God. It's just so, oh, my God. It's so bad. It's How about so bad. traveling
0: through giant hamster balls underground?
1: Yeah, I mean, clearly that's the, <laughs> the way to go. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I mean, there, there's... To, to tear it down, it's a bad chunk of shit. There's a couple of fun things in there. They bring the robots in it, like Cyrax, and That's whatever it. The yeah. robot's name is. They like, only Storm, bring them in the end end end. Thing. Yeah. They bring Scorpion back to fight Sub Zero again. And that was a fun fight. They create this bridge of ice and they're all keying on it. It's kind of yeah. fun. But uh, yeah. the guy who plays Shao Kahn is also fucking terrible. Terrible. Like Terror. awful. Like so bad. Unbelievably bad. Uh, they should make, I mean, they, they picked the. Dopiest fucking white guy, and I, I remember him in lots of other shows. Mainly does TV; doesn't do a lot of film. The guy who plays Shao Kahn in Annihilation, but he's, yeah, he's been uh, in some other things. Yeah. Never um, good in, in much of any of them.
0: Let's talk about uh, Prince Goro. I thought the first film did a way better job of building this guy up, like the killer he is.
1: Yeah, yes, they Johnny wrote him Cage off pretty bad.
0: He kind of takes it, Johnny Cage. Kind of takes him out like, pretty quickly, but at least Goro. Yeah, is... but the,
1: he murders. You know, he murders one of Johnny Cage's buddy who is nameless and no one gives a shit. The guy was designed to be killed right. by Goro, um, but talking they him built like, him up. And to build they had him court. talking in a room when like with the uh, Kano and they built him out you know Prince goes the shit, and, and you know comes over and he gets the mean shit and, uh, but yeah, I mean in the, the Goro in. The reboot, you don't really hear from at all, and then he's just there to magically assault Cole at his family's place. I don't know; it's so weird. Uh, oh, Sun can be anywhere he wants. Oh, Raiden I can do that too. Hey, yeah. um, but the fight was kind of whatever. Where he discovers his magic armor, I like blot the armor. He died. That was kind of cool. His yeah, it was armor, cool. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, his death scene was great, but yeah, I mean, I don't believe I don't. It's fucking hard. I would have loved to see anybody else fight. I would love to see. And really, in in reality, in the original tournament, Kung Lao was the one who beat Goro. Like, why didn't you have Kung Lao fight Goro?
0: His Kung Lao's fatality where he puts the hat down. And that's, I mean, that's a classic fatality from the game. It was great. I I love seeing it. Yeah. Uh, Sonya just, like, after she kills Kano in the worst moment in the movie, magically gets her powers.
1: The little pterodactyl chick he fought, though, is she relevant to the game at all? I
0: have no idea. Not to my knowledge. I don't think
1: she's relevant, and I don't think that weird dopey guy that uh, that the, the other dude fought are with the hammer, I don't think he's relevant to the game either.
0: That guy looked exactly like Taserface from Guardians 2.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. Um,
0: This fight, though, at the end, it's over very quickly, and then Sub-Zero shows up with Cole's family, Teleports to a UFC cage where everything's frozen and his family is frozen. And then Scorpion just shows up out of nowhere. Kind of unexplained.
1: Well, well, so Cole is like the descendant of Scorpion. Right. And something about his magic anima powers. And Scorpion, they show Scorpion several times, slowly getting himself ready. Like he keeps forging the spearhead. So like he's sort of coming back into existence. And then something that happened with Cole fighting triggered, I wish they explained that better, but triggered Scorpion being either let, let go out of hell or just finally being ready to come out of hell. Um, but that was a great fight. I just love the kickoff you, at it. You know? You're doing a
2: much better job than the screenwriters, dude. You should have been the one Yeah, this. No, for sure. <laughs> like
1: Cole Young's getting his ass kicked, and then you know he gets the spear through the arm or the shoulder or something, looks up in like, fear, like, oh, fuck. Um, and I, I love that guy who played Scorpion. He's not like as big as Scorpion should be in a movie. He's a kind of smaller dude, but God, the guy's so good and so fierce looking and ah, I'll take it. I'll take him. He can be my Scorpion any day of the-
2: I mean, it, it. Scorpion's scene in the beginning was awesome. And his scene at the end, even though it didn't make much sense, was still probably one of the highlights of the film. Oh, for sure. Um, it made absolutely no sense whatsoever. Like no. Mike said, like yeah. he just ended yeah. up there in some cage, it's all frozen, and again, makes no no sense at all. However, it happens to be one of the better you know scenes of the entire movie.
0: But I enjoyed Scorpion and Sub Zero in in the original. Maybe this is just all nostalgia talking. I don't know, but
1: yeah, they're always good. It's kind of hard to fuck those characters up, I think.
0: You know, Scorpion teleporting to the Hell Zone, you know, and then Sub-Zero's fight with uh, Liu Kang in that little whatever level they were in at that point. A lot of different set pieces in that movie and, and more practical effects. Yes, there's a terrible CGI with Reptile, but uh, the, the the CGI in the reboot is kind of hit and miss too, I thought. I mean, I, I wasn't... Yeah, for sure. The, Goro just—I don't know. I almost rather have the puppet back, dude. <laughs> See that
2: CGI I mean, it, thing. The problem with me, the big problem with me with Goro wasn't even the CGI, like CGI. Like what really annoyed me about Goro was they kind of took the same approach as the, the first movie, which is they did everything in their power to hide Goro because they wanted him to be kind of like a big reveal of the movie, blah blah. blah. But then they right. kill him off in like five minutes. Yeah. And that was the part that kind of like really pissed me off. Is like. What's the point of like this, like this, of hiding him if you're just gonna do away with him like he's nothing in five minutes? Like it just made no sense to me whatsoever. Kind of annoyed they just, me. They pretty much just rush
1: through all of the third act. You know, they, they spend a good amount of time on act one. And two, you know, it's kind of trotting along and they're like, oh shit, we need to end this movie. Um, all right, cool. I guess Cole Young will just kill Goro right away and then we'll kill off Kang Ra for no reason. And then we'll kill off that person and everybody else will die. And we'll wrap it up and see you guys on next year for part two. And you're like, uh, really? I mean, if you could just give us like 20 more minutes of movie, we could have been like, Goro kills Kung Lao, you know, instead of, you know, nobody killing Kung Lao and Shang Tsung just sucking him off. Um, and and then like, oh, you kill Kung Lao. Oh, no. Now I kick your face. You know, like just, they could have done better with that, you know, and to set up why Goro's a badass and what Cole Young could have done differently. I don't fucking that would have been a way better.
2: And that, that's the other thing. Killed off to doing something better. That's the other thing too. When you mentioned that, that Goros is supposed to be a badass, but if if a person who's never played Mortal Kombat watches this movie, they they'll never know that because he fucking dies in like five minutes. Like he's the, the only, only guy in the fucking fuck movie with four arms. Badass, mortal Kombat
1: Math alone would tell you that the guy kicks ass. He's got four fucking arms. But he loses in five minutes.
0: <laughs> so then they tease at the end of the reboot that Cole is going to Hollywood to recruit Johnny Cage, which Cole should have just been Johnny Cage in this movie. And I, I think it would have been far better. And then you compare that with the first film. I don't give a shit what anybody says. That ending of that film is great. Every, they think everything's happy. And then Shao Kahn comes into the sky and is, foolish mortals have yeah. come for your souls. And then you got Raiden going, I don't think so.
1: And they do their so, little-
0: though. Karate stance and the the badass I like Raiden's stance is
2: like
1: no. Like is he just like like a fucking Jedi waves his hand around I'm like meh. Nah.
2: That Absolutely. ending is horrible, man. They're like you said, they're all happy. Even Raiden's like, you know, he's got his like his arms around all of them like they're best friends forever. It's how so dare fun. you? Yeah. <laughs> the movie's great. Uh,
0: how fucking dare you? That the ending is fantastic, dude.
2: They
1: oh. do end on both like major kind of semi-retarded cliffhangers that were like oh by the way there we are, and oh that's the new bad guy all right well we'll see you next year and then the reboot's like hey remember how there was supposed to be a tournament well we didn't do that this movie we'll see you next year
0: well one more thing i want to talk about is the scores for this films the the, the one for the reboot is so bland and it doesn't go good with the film at all and it doesn't like push the action the way it should be it's a very like uncomplimentary
1: companion part the keyboard just going 100 and you have back just all going, that. Oh, that yes
0: and you have all that in the first one though and that that pumps the action forward you know even though yes it's very much a time capsule it's
1: it's so funny, you know, with this with the characters they wrote off in the second one that have nothing to do with the game, there's a few in the first one too. Like that that guy that uh, from uh, the Masters show that Liu Kang fights. I forget what his name was in the, the WC Masters, but uh Cyborg. Liu Kang fights him and he does like a gr- uh, yeah, he does like a growl noise and then Liu Kang just kicks his chest and Shang Tsung kills him. So they wrote his ass That's off and they wrote a few other people's asses off completely and you're like, uh, who are these people?
0: Half that cast in that first one is from WMAC Masters, dude.
1: <laughs> hey, I mean, but that was smart because it, you know, I, I think the the first one had better acting than it had better, mar, better martial arts. And this last one definitely has better martial arts than it does acting. Like Correct. the guys can throw down and they can make it sexy, but the acting side of it's not, not there yet.
0: I think if they make a second one of this reboot, the way they can make things right right off the bat is pull an annihilation and kill Cole Young off within the first 30 seconds of the film. Like the first scene you should see is Cole Young getting his head chopped off or something. Or him falling to, into the pit.
2: That would be great. Or they have him do something him dope crashing like... Airplane on the way to Hollywood.
1: Or they do something <laughs> crazy like his family is taken again or something happens and the only way he can stop them is if he became scorpion. I don't want to see him in the movie, dude. Or, or, or on, He's going to wear a
2: mask. He's going to look all sexy in the orange and black. Like, like Lewis said, like from Annihilation, they could just pull, like, a. Oh, Cole Young you died the other day. Yeah, <laughs> don't even have those in the movie at the all. Cast.
1: Yeah, they're not even yet. We'll just mention all of them are dead now. But don't worry. Here are these other Earth heroes. What's start. Gucci
0: went back to his home planet. <laughs> Ah, shit. Okay. Um, Anything else we forgot to touch on in this film?
1: (laughs) Don't think too hard. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, The sequel should be better, maybe. Who knows? So, they were supposedly greenlit on a sequel. But then I've heard stuff online saying, well, we'll make another one. But it's up to the fans, a.k.a crowdfund money for this next movie, because Warner Brothers is not gonna give us any money.
0: Originally they said they had four, right?
1: Ready to Three go? Three at least, but they're gonna do a trilogy, but um, but I don't think any of them are gonna get made unless Warner Brothers costs up some coin or they can get crowdfunded, which I don't think works very well for film. I don't
2: know. I do have one question for you guys, actually. So before this movie came out, you know, I read a couple of different articles. And I think Mike might have even sent us a couple, whereas, you know, they insinuated that this movie is going to be like bloody, like a hard R obviously, right? Did you guys think it was that bloody?
0: No. Not really. Me
2: yeah, me neither. So I mean, from what, like the articles I'd read, I was expecting something much more, you know, grotesque.
0: Tarantino-ish?
2: Yeah, exactly. And I—I I mean, yeah, there are, there is blood, and there are some scenes, but I didn't think it was a ton of it to be honest. I was a little surprised.
1: <laughs> In years from now, we're gonna get the Snyder cut of this movie. All right, black and white, but very blood.
0: Jesus. Okay, Robert, we'll start with you. Are you on board with this reboot, or is this thing off fucking
1: tracks?
2: I mean, it's. It's barely on the tracks, barely. I mean, the thing is watchable at best.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Better or worse than the original?
2: I mean, they're both rough, dude. I would say the original is a little bit better, dude, but that's not saying much. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Lewis, are you on board with this reboot or? It off the track Of course
1: I'm on fucking board. Make a hundred of these goddamn movies. Of Who course. gives a shit? All right. <laughs> I want to see some beheadings. I want to see... Throw some titties in the next one. All right. We're making a fucking rated R movie. All right. I want to see a <laughs> wink. All right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, of course I'm down for it. Make a dozen of them. All right. Put me in part seven. All right. Let's do it.
0: I'm on board, but, you know, I'm hesitant to say that. There were, There were... I think Robert kind of <clears throat> alluded to it, but... The the first one is probably slightly better for me, but both of them have problems for different reasons, you know? Um, this one though, like they they, they got to find a better screenwriter and they got to find some better actors. Um, the martial arts was a lot better in this, even though the first one had legit martial artists, but maybe it was only a few guys. Um, yeah, Pretty good. I just, this one just didn't, it didn't have the fun factor the first one had, even though it had some of the things that you look for in a Mortal Kombat movie. And I think Robert hit the nail on the head with that too. You're expecting this kind of gore fest from beginning to end and you really don't get it until like almost the end of the movie. You know? And they spent way too much time with the whole training thing and I just, the way they went about the powers where Jax grows Full mechanical arms, and you know Kano, and it's, I don't know. It's a, they didn't need to connect it all. They could have had separate stories for everybody. And
1: just had they, Jack show up with better metal arms. Like who gives? Yeah.
0: It- and in this one, they make a lot of references to things that only people that play the games are going to understand. What that is, like the Lin Kuei and the the Black Dragon, and all that, all those things. Those are all things from the games that like your average fan doesn't know what the fuck that is. And they never explain it, they never go into it, they never get into the backstory of these things. I I feel like if you're trying to tell this story with all those elements, you gotta flesh those out a little more, you know? You can tell this story in four movies like they wanted to, but it feels like they're expecting the audience to know all this shit going in. So why bring it up at all if you're gonna do that? You know what I mean? Like Kano. I'm the fucking, I am the fucking black dragon. Well, what is the black dragon? We don't even know. Why do we care? You know what I mean?
2: This, this, this movie, it didn't make me want to watch more Mortal Kombat movies. What it actually made me want to do is go play a video game. That's the only thing it made me want to do. But again, that, like you said, that's from someone, from people coming from like, you know, that moral combat background. What if you've never played it, you know? Yeah. Like you have no idea what's going on. But yeah, yeah. like as a, Mortal Kombat video game fan like
1: the Well, no. thing I don't understand is like the last few Mortal Kombat games the stories are super good and they're like yes. strong as hell so you're like really really good writing on the games and like the studio you know we're gonna make dude, a movie like, epic storylines
2: in video games and then they make a movie and then they're complete and utter shit
0: yeah that's
1: true yeah, I don't, I don't know. And this one, I mean, Warner Brothers owns the games. Warner Brothers owns all the properties. So they're helping produce the games. The game makers are helping produce the movie. You think, I don't know. It's just very strange that their direction was so ping-pongy on what they wanted.
0: The story uh, between Sub-Zero and Scorpion isn't even really explained, like, what their rivalry is. We just know that Sub-Zero killed... Scorpion's family, we know they're their rival like ninja clans, but it doesn't it re- doesn't really get into it too much. You know, um there's just a lot left on the table. And one thing I don't understand too is at the end of this film, Shang Tsung shows up and Raiden just goes, "Get out of here." and teleports him away. Why didn't he just do that when they he entered do the any temple point of in the movie? Yeah. A lot of the shit just didn't make any sense, you know? <sighs>
2: again it's not, it's, not a, it's not a good movie and i mean no, most of the problems not. do go back to the script most of the problems go back directly to the script i mean i don't know how someone drops off the script at the warner brothers executive's desk and they go yep yeah, no problem do it
0: <laughs> i hadn't really had this feeling like off the top of my head since like batman versus superman because I'm such a fan of Mortal Kombat like I wanted this to be great man and the same thing with Batman versus Superman and we walked out of there going fuck dude that that sucked you know
2: you know what though I will say this about Batman versus Superman I will I walked out of that theater confused and over the years and trust me I've rewatched that maybe like dozens of times I I do have a, a more of a liking for it now I I I do find it enjoyable now. I I enjoy that movie. I'm not going to have that same dilemma with Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Like that movie is shit. (laughs) Well, here's the problem. We got
1: good Man (laughs) of Steel, and there's movies that followed Batman vs. Superman. So it's easy to look back at that one piece of the puzzle and be like, all right, I'm going to hate this less, even though I still hate that movie. Uh, But with Mortal Kombat, I mean, you have a movie that was made 20 years ago, or you have Hopefully the potential sequels that are coming. So who knows? Maybe if they make the next few movies better, this one will be like, hey, they were trying to reboot the thing again. They tripped over their own dicks a bunch, but um, maybe they caught their stride in the second one
2: and maybe the third one's gonna be glorious. Who knows? But we don't know that yet. You never know. It might become more tolerable if they come out with something better. But like you said, if they can't get like even one of these four sequels going, then you know, who yeah, knows it's, if
1: they can't get one off the ground, Greenland and running like shortly, it's it's doomed.
0: All right, so I think we have two reluctant um, on boards and one all in dicks on the table on boards.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would hell be yeah, Lewis the Viking. Put the there. ball's on the chopping block. Let's do it. <laughs> More Mortal Combat. More <sighs> combat of Mortal. Give it to me.
0: All right, well, uh, we'll uh, see you guys on the next reboot, whatever that is. I don't know. I'm sure there will be at least a dozen of them down the road. Oh,
1: don't worry. More reboots are coming. (laughs) Yes.